Hi, it's Michael Tipper and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. Now, today's episode is called My Scrum Has Collapsed and Other Admissions of Guilt. And today what I want to do is resurrect what has become a defunct approach to me getting more done that I started a few well, a few months ago now when I first started the podcast and that is using Scrum and Sprint in order to work on a project. So I want to update you where I am with that. Now to give you some background in yesterday's um, yesterday's episode I talked about the uh, or gave an update on my time log and how things had dropped back to the point where the gradual increase in my professional project time that I'd seen in the early start of this podcast had dropped off and had reverted back to the low levels at the start. Now, the today I want to look at the impact on the Scrum project that I set up right at the very, very beginning. So in episode 11, I shared my excitement and insights into the into Scrum that I gained from the book um, Scrum, The Art of Doing Twice the Work in Half the Time. And I was very excited by that because I could see the opportunity for becoming even more productive. And I discovered the concept of Scrum, uh, the concept of sprints, and the concept of retrospectives to review what I'd done. Then the following day in episode 12, I created my initial backlog and came up with the stories for the project I was applying Scrum to. And that was the development of my productivity seminar, which I shall be delivering later on in the year. And in that episode, I talked about the stories, the concept of the stories, how to estimate the times and why as human beings were pretty bad at estimating. And I looked at where I was going to start on that particular project. Uh, about two weeks later, I gave an update in episode 23 and talked about how things went uh, and looked at the successes and things I would do even better next time. And then in episode 37, I talked about the lessons that I'd learned from my latest Scrum retrospective. And I think looking back at that, there are things that I, I probably should have spotted then that were going to go wrong. So back in that episode, I noticed how my velocity score had improved from four to seven at the end of the third week. And so let's have a look at what's happened since then. Well, in the show notes to this episode, I will share a chart, which is the tracking of the sprint velocity for this project seminar. And just as a reminder, the sprint velocity really is when I look at a story that I want to create as a result of my project effort, I rated it on a scale of, well, either a 1, a 2, a 3, a 5, an 8, a 13, a 21, or a 34, depending on the level of effort I believed at the time was going to be necessary to put that in, into place. And so I've been tracking the velocity. And the velocity started off at uh, 12, dropped down to 4, and then started building up to 7, then 10. There was a big spike at 21 when I put a surge of effort in. They leveled off at about 10. Now, given, and that's for two weeks. Now, given that the I was putting in around about 10 hours of productive professional project time, there, and which this project would have been, would have fallen under, 
I was starting to see a correlation between the number of hours worked and the velocity score of about 10. Then uh, the beginning of June, the work on that particular project dropped off considerably. So I've had the same two stories on the ready board, which again, I'll show you, there'll be a picture of this in the show notes, for the last four weeks. And I've made no progress on them whatsoever for the last four weeks. So why? Why is that the case? Why have I allowed a, an, approach, sorry, an approach to being more effective that started off really well and was giving me some traction? Why have I allowed it to drop off? Well, I have no excuses. Um, I cannot, I, I, can't, I can't explain, I can't justify why it's happened. However, what I think I've discovered are some of the reasons why I've let it go that way. The first one is that I finished the main part of the seminar in terms of the design of the content, the putting together the slides, the working out what I was actually going to say in the seminar. And I think having done that, it was, it's like the 80-20 like rule. I'd got most of it done. What I really need to do is be able to deliver that, and I've got that. All the other stuff that hasn't been done yet, hasn't been finished are things that make that even better. So in my own mind, I thought I'd sort of arrived. I got then also got distracted by related tasks, but ones that were not a priority compared to this project, had I put that as a priority. From a habit perspective, I dropped off the habit of doing the retrospectives at the end of the week. And I've noticed that as a trend, my failure to follow up my failure to really look and review and analyse what I've done, the successes to keep the failures to learn from and improve it for next time. And whilst I talk that, and I've done a little bit of that here and there, I don't think I've gone into that as far as I really needed to have done in order to make this work. And also, I've probably not refined the habits that I needed to do. So one of the things that I've spotted is that I try something, if it doesn't quite work, rather than refine it so it does work, I sort of think, well, I don't really enjoy doing that, so I stop doing it. And that's not really in tune with what I'm trying to achieve here. However, I have had some success, and it's important to do that. I can be overly harsh on myself. If in the show notes, I'll put a comparison of the backlog. Now, the backlog is the list of stories that have yet to be done. And you can see a before shot where it's full of stories, all the 56 stories I think I had, and the stories that are left to do. So out of 56 stories, I've got uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I've done 36 out of 56. The ones that are left are in some of the delivery practicalities that will be refined as I deliver. Some of them in the seminar style, which I could probably write a lot of those off because they're very much in tune with the way I deliver anyway. And then we've got the marketing of the seminar, which is probably the area that falls short. So when I look at the, um, when I look at the, uh, the, my ready board, I can see there's been four weeks where I've done nothing. And the two stories that are in the ready column ready for me to work on are creation of the flip charts for the seminar. At the moment, I'm focusing on delivering it through um, keynote presentation. And then the marketing of that. And those are two tasks. I've been sat doing nothing. And there's been no drive for me to do those because I got sucked into other stuff. So 
it's really interesting that the question I need to ask myself is, has this been an effective? And I don't think I've been disciplined enough in applying myself to this. And that's a, a theme that sadly and embarrassingly I've spotted in applying myself to these things. It's quite possible that the, that the Scrum approach is the wrong tool for me as the only person working on this project to apply to this project. That is something I've suspected for a while now. But even so, having said that, the approach of identifying what I want, identifying the stores related to it, giving them a score, working on them to, to track my progress through it, there is still value and I've still got value from that because I've now got a measure to see where the projects are stalled. But what has been beautiful about this is that I've got data I can look at, I can see the progress or not as the case may be by looking at the number of stories that are left, looking at the velocity score, looking how it's tailed off. So I can see what has happened. I now need to dig behind and find out why that's happened. Just in the same way yesterday with my time log, I'd spotted that there was a drop off from what had been a gradual improvement to all of a sudden reverting back to levels before I started doing this podcast. So where do I see the future going with Scrum? Well, I'm still excited by it, certainly as a way of working in collaboration with others. And I will now finish out this project using this approach so that I can get a good flavour of what the whole thing looks like and understand it more effectively for myself. So that's today's episode and until tomorrow.